This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep your hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyo Hat Titan, aka the conspiracy realist. AKA the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. AKA, I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, Jay, you ice, young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. AKA, the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? This your man, Dame Gone Wild, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 153. Don't fuck up the count. You know, got to keep the count, right? 153, man. What's going on? How was your week, brother? Uh, Week was cool. I'm still in this fucking walking boot. I can't wait to get out this bitch, man. Yeah, I'm ready for you to get out. I, I feel like too. I feel like I've been locked up in this motherfucker. They won't let you out. Nah, nah. And this boot is like today. It feels like it weighs 300 pounds. You kind of look like you pushing 300 today. Oh uh, no, nah, no, nah, <laughs> no. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm losing weight every day. That's what's up. But man. I mean, I did backslide with this slushy. But you know, whatever. I was being. The fun. Lord is married to the backslider. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, my, I've been, I've been good, man. I, uh, What's up with that ankle? I'm good. I, I had a little light jog in today. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't used the ace bandage like I told no, you. No, ain't no ace bandage gonna do nothing. Okay, like I feel like I can fight again. So if a nigga catch me out there, I can put some pressure. Till he kick you in your motherfucking ankle, right? you on the ground, <laughs> right. like an old ass man, man. But uh, like this week, uh, last Saturday actually, man, I went out to this event. Uh, the only R&B? Yeah, uh, a night of R&B that was down at the Charles Who the H, fuck right? invited you out and didn't invite me? Oh, Mr. David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Who the fuck invited you somewhere? Um, but it was pretty dope, man. Um, I went out there. I took some pictures, did a little bit of video. I saw it. It looked like a nice time. Yeah, they had some cats out there from Baltimore, man. These niggas was dope. Was they MCs or was they R&B so singers? Them, uh, a little mixture. One that was doing spoken word. Um, two was singing and one to sing and rap. But they okay. was pretty dope. And they started doing some shit off the top. You know, got the crowd involved. Just started making up songs and shit. So it was pretty dope. So, again, who the fuck invited you and didn't invite me out? Hey, man, I'll be everywhere, fam. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what to do. You just couldn't even give me a call. Hey, uh, man, you got, you got, you got, you got. I got what a warrant. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you got five responsibilities that I don't got. I can just bust up and move when and I. And man, on a weekend, I'm 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 easy breezy. Okay. It looked like it was something that the, that ladies would be at, and, it, I'm, it was, and I'm all about that. It was definitely ninety percent ladies. Okay. There. Um, 
So today it's been an interesting week of, of headlines, man. Really? What? What popped off? Well, one of my favorite MCs uh got a chance to be uh be himself. Who? Uh a rapper by the name of Bun B. Oh, Bun B let them <laughs> shots off. <laughs> Uh, so if y'all ever heard, so allegedly, this is how the story goes. So a kid went up there, tried to break into his house. Uh, his wife was expecting a package, so she went to the door. But it's like five in the morning. Like, come on, baby, you're not expecting no. Was package. it that early? Yes. It was. It was like before seven a.m. You're not expecting no fucking package. This early in the morning. Uh, let's see, this is kind of story you got to shake. You know? <laughs> yeah, this this shit happened at like five in the morning. Really? Yeah, she went to the door expecting a package, and ended up, and it was a young nigga in a mask trying so to get in the, the house. That's the thing I didn't understand. Like, I know you didn't expect the Uber. I mean, uh, the the Amazon nigga to have a mask on. Yeah, like, but I mean, she had to when you face to face. He at the front door with the mask on, trying to get in. I mean, she just gave up the keys. Well, thought the nigga would just go away. Well, the reason I wanted to talk about it because so she said, well, the story is that he kept trying to make his way upstairs, but she wouldn't let him because she figured you there to get my husband and I'm gonna protect my husband. So she got him like, hey, just take the car instead. Um, and that's when he heard what was going on upstairs, came down there, protect the queen, exchanged some shots. He walks away and the other nigga got shot away. twice in the shoulder. And showed up at a hospital a few hours later. Yeah, but this five in the morning type of shit, that shit kind of kind of muddy. What the shit. fuck did you expect it? <laughs> it was a, uh, they was expecting some hash cab. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. That's pretty wild. Um, I mean, because I've been I've been expecting shit in the mail, but like nigga, not before the crack, not before the ass crack of the day. Yeah, I I, I don't know about that though. Five o'clock in the morning. <sighs> Where you gonna be outside on the corner? I, I don't know. I, I got nothing. I'm not expecting shit at five o'clock in the morning. Fuck so, you up? <laughs> fuck you up downstairs for him? You supposed to be in the bed? I don't know. That's wild. But I, I respect uh, Bumpy. You shouldn't break in niggas' house in Texas. You shouldn't break in niggas' houses nowhere. You no, know I'm saying, but like some states, like everybody got a gun, and like Texas, is one of the places where like forget a permit, just just take the shit. You sh- you shouldn't fuck with niggas' houses and, and and. I feel like if you break into a nigga house and they kill you, oh well. I mean, oh well, dump the nigga in the trash. Uh, that's how they I come feel. on Friday. Um, that's how I feel. Uh, one other thing though, that, that that took me by surprise this week. What's up? Uh, you know Nick Cage, Nicholas Cage, the actor. Yeah. Uh, he got married in Vegas, right? Okay. You know niggas go to Vegas, get drunk, they get married. Four days later. He came to his senses and was like, uh, I'm getting this shit annulled. His wife won't spousal support <laughs> for the four days. Prorated. I mean, what the, <laughs> what the, what the fuck she get? About $1,000? She said she had to quit her job. And Shut the fuck up. You can go back. You, you can go back. She a makeup artist. She said she lost some jobs. And now, because they were married, she thinks she's entitled to... It's been four days. You didn't lose that much income. You can go back. And, like, nigga, I didn't quit jobs and went back within a week. It's cool. You can go back. You don't deserve spousal support. Where does he live at? Uh, Cali? They got married in Vegas, dog. But know. I'm saying, where's their normal residence? That's where you got to get to. Do- you know, white people stay in California. So, 
They was on. They been kicking it for about six months. You don't get. You don't get. <laughs> you don't get no money for getting your fucking time wasted. Because I mean, if that's the precedence, like nigga, I'm gonna be up under the jail for wasting women's time. Like they, <laughs> I don't even have that much money to, to toll out for all the time I don't waste it for different women. So I mean, it, that shit doesn't add up. Hey, if what if so? What's the pro rate supposed to be? Like know. I'm a my yearly income divided by the months divided by days times four time divided by in half. Give her four, give her two hundred fifty dollars and tell her to go on by the way. Two fifty in a pair in a pair of Yeezys. I don't shit. know, dog. I take the Yeezys. Um, but look, man, we got a we got a guest in the building <laughs> this week. That's the most ridiculous <laughs> shit I fucking heard in my life, man. Shit made me mad. Uh, she want that four days. So if you was with Oprah for a weekend, you you take the three day pro rate. If I was with Oprah for a weekend, yeah, I would get more than that because I'd have been knocked her up. I'd have got her pregnant in three days. But it's the fourth day, yeah. We don't know yet. Oh, I know she's pregnant because I'm I'm you, not clearly you fertile. Yeah, and I'm not pull, <laughs> I'm not pulling out no time. You can get rid of me, but that baby will be here, and you better not get rid of my seed. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying, man, we got a special guest in the building this week. <laughs> what a transition. Uh, uh, our guest, we'll, we'll find out how her week was. I, I've been looking at the socials, so I kind of have an idea of what her, how her week went, but I'm going to let her introduce herself, and then we'll talk about how her week was. Yo, yo, yo. I don't got no introduction <laughs> like how y'all had, but yo, what's good, y'all? My name is Che, a.k.a. Detroit Che. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, Princess of the D. Period. Okay, that's, that's what's up. And uh, I, I was in looking at the socials. I said you, you was you been um, across the the world. Yeah, I week. just got back from uh, Berlin, Germany. Uh, me and my best friend, my producer, right here, Ali Keys. Uh, we performed in Berlin, Germany, at a, a festival this weekend. And man, that shit was amazing. Man. Like it's 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 so different. They embrace hip hop differently yeah, across seas. It's, it's so different. It's like, um, you know, back over here, it's like, you know, you would be performing, people would be talking amongst, you know, themselves, yeah. their friends, and maybe even on their phones and stuff like that. But over there, it's like they'd be sitting and they'd just like really be consuming like the art, you yeah. know, and like really observing like the artists, you know. And it's different because I know this is my second time performing over in Berlin, Germany, but my first time, I'm like, damn, do they like me or like what's going on? Like I'm used to, you know, people being like, yeah, making noise, but they're really like in tune. Exactly. So this time it was, you know, it was, it was crazy for him to see it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I was telling them about it, but you know, for us to kind of like really witness that again, it was just like, I don't know, it's it's crazy. But I, I'm really grateful for the opportunity. And even after the show, like they came up to us, they gave us like hoods. They actually like thanked us, like thank you for performing. And um, I actually received a DM from a, a girl from over in Europe. I don't even know if she was from Berlin specifically, but I know she's from over there. And uh, she was like, you know, I just want to let you know, like we really did appreciate, you know, the performance. Like my friend is over from the States, so she tells me like it's a difference. Yeah. But I want you to know that we really appreciated it. So, you know, it was a blessing to even like get that like confirmation or like that affirmation from them that they even cared to like That's give dope. us that. So. So you stepped off the stage to see somebody with your merch on? Yes, yes. Oh my! I I thought like <laughs> I'm like, dang, he bootleg changes. 
I'm like, but that's sweet though. Like yeah. somebody, you know. But no, he actually, um, actually, I had sent my first out of the country order. Probably like sometime last year, a little bit after I had left Berlin the first time. I didn't know that that was him though. Mm. So when I got off stage, I'm just like looking. And he just like this. I'm like, nigga, that's changes. <laughs> I tapped him. I'm like, bro, bro, look, 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 look. So uh, shout out to Renzo, man. He's originally from Italy, uh-huh. but he stays in Berlin, Germany. He was like, yeah, I took your hat to Poland. And I'm like, bro, what? Like, so it that was, that was amazing. Like never in a million years would I that's ever wild. have. You know, thought that I would get off stage and see somebody like actually wearing my merchandise. So that's, that's super dope. That's yeah. super dope. And I mean, the fact that this touching all around the world. Yeah. Like that. You never know when you when you're an artist and you produce art, you never know where it's going to land, what right. ears is going to touch, right. who's going to absorb it and appreciate exactly. it. And then you see it, you see it out there because you create. You exactly. know, you spend your days creating bars, coming up with new songs right. and concepts. And you put it out there, and you hope people love Gravitate it and appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like you said. I mean, that's it's just amazing that it touch. You know, you never know. Like I'm from West Side, Seven Mile, Detroit, Michigan. Like how do I make it all the way over to Berlin, yeah, yeah, Germany? Yeah. You know, and like these people. You know, like the the younger people, they're more like bilingual. You know, mm-hmm. so they can speak. You know, German and English. But you know, even for like the older people, they may not have even knew. You know what I was actually saying, but just to still receive like a huge response from them, it's it's still like touching. Like damn, like it touched them in some sort of way. You that's know? super so that's crazy. Cool. Now, I saw you was on a panel over there. Yeah, actually, I was um, a part of a artist panel over there. It actually took place like right after the show, and a few people like stayed around uh, and they asked us like a few questions and everything. It really was based off um, Nick. He's the guy that made like the Sound Clash machines that me and Ali were like performing in front of, and uh, he had spent like I think what did he say like three, maybe three to like five years on like one of them. Said ten. Yeah, ten, ten years on like it's like literally it's a it's a tank like a, a war tank, but it's like a sound tank. So like it has like speakers and it's like projecting sound out of like a tank, but it actually turns on like a vehicle. Like you can move it, you can drive it up the street like a vehicle. Oh, that's pretty. So dope. it's literally like a sound tank. So that was our first time like having that experience. Like we don't really have that over here. I mean, you can pop the trunk open, yeah, you know, bang totally it. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of like what it looked like. And yeah. Ali, introduce yourself, my brother. Yeah, What's yeah. going on, y'all? My name is Ali Keys, one third of Dope Div. I am the producer. You feel me? I know you. AKA look Young Kilo. You feel me, Coney Run? We oh. just dropped Coney Run. You feel Hell me? yeah, I'm, I'm up on Coney Run. You hip to Coney Run? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's me. That's me, dog. Yeah, okay. He, he was in here with uh with, uh, with Cheyenne. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, Cheyenne. Okay, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, I got uh, I got y'all on my I got it on my phone right now. Let's get it. That's how we do it in here. You (laughs) see? Okay, I listen. Squad, squad. (laughs) I listen, man. So, um, my man's, I appreciate it for sure, for sure. Um, so like the first time I I was um I brought I heard your name Mm -hmm. uh, was back like in 2014 ish. Okay, um, around cipher really. Yeah, it was like when I first kind of got familiar with your sound. Okay, for sure. How'd that come out? How did you feel when that happened? Uh, that really still feels weird. Like, people will be like, hey, you look like the girl that was, I don't know if you heard. Because, like, my hair done went through so many different changes. Yeah. Like, changes. So they like, exactly, no pun intended. <laughs> um, they like, you know, you look like this girl. I'm like, I'm her. They like, well, you was in the cypher. So I still get that response today. And it's what, like five years later? Yeah, yeah. So. 
that moment, to be honest, and this is like not being cliche, but it really hasn't like sunk in with me yet. Like I still can't believe I was like actually on like national like television. But the whole thing came about, uh, actually, shout out to my homie Alexis from Southfield Lathrop. She sent me a DM and was like, you know, Sprite and BT is having a contest. Um, it's a Hot 16 contest. You should enter it. I'm like, nah, I don't know. I don't know how I really feel about it. She's like, no, like, for real. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I pray on it, whatever, whatever. Took some time on it, you know what I'm saying? Long story short, end up, like, entering and everything. And, you know what I'm saying? I guess that's one of the um, accomplishments that, you know, got me here today. You know, it actually worked in my favor. And after entering a Hot 16 contest, I found out I was one of the finalists. And then after that, you know, it's like this voting process. It's a crazy voting process. It was supposed to be like four to five days. And I think like it ended on like maybe the third day. And like it just, nobody could vote no more. And there, I was scared. I thought like I got disqualified. I'm like, dang, I got wiped out. Because I think I did a 16, but the person I went against did like a 32. <laughs> but his other 16, I'm like, dang. He was going. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I might have lost that one. So when when the voting period stopped, I'm like, oh man, I don't know, I don't know how this gonna go. But uh, a few days later, I ended up, you know, getting like that email, but I couldn't say nothing at the time. So yeah. I'm like, which is tough, man. I'm like, bro, life changing gonna... shit happening. Be like, what? <laughs> it's like I can't tell my mama. Like, oh no, I'm gonna get a whooping for this. Like, <laughs> hold on, I can't tell my mama. So that moment right there was surreal when I actually got the email to find out that, you know, I had won from the whole voting process and everything like that. And actually when I had got out to, uh, what was it? What was it? Uh, California. I went out to L.A. to film the cipher. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had told me, you know, that's like the most like interaction that they had got from, you know, the fans for that contest like in a minute. So, it you know, it's just it's still a blessing today. Like it, it really don't even feel real like that really happened. Because like. Five, 2014, 2000, that was around the time where the Cyphers was like, it really meant something. They kind of been, yeah. they've been kind of falling off yeah. every year. So they, they still meant something yeah. at that time. Definitely. I, I definitely agree with that. You know, I, I think that it's weird because I think that like music was really in a different space. And I think right. really the world was in a different space. Yes. And like now you can tell, you know, it's a lack of content. It's a lack, a lack of passion. It's a lack of everything yeah, nowadays. Yeah. It's very watered down. So I think that's, you know, now when we get the ciphers, it's like, uh, you know, people aren't really appreciative of it because it's, it's nothing there. It's not cohesive. They just like throw a few people together. Oh, yeah. Y'all was, figure it out. Yeah. It was like, it's like I'm not looking for like people who who hot or got something like oh, mm-hmm. we need somebody from Yugoslavia. Right, right, right. Let me right, go. Right. For, it's like I got a checklist. Throw them on there and like hope it hope it works out. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I just want to hear some spitters. Yeah, and you I know? need some like they sometimes it'd be random types, random energies in the room. Like you can't really have no cipher with random energies. Like it got to be. Yeah, it. You know what? I think that's that's really how music is now, and that's that's how I am. Like really, as an artist, like if it's not like a genuine like connection, I don't feel any type of connection. I I really don't. Yeah. I don't participate in it because that's just me personally. Like I just feel like if it's no passion in it, then what really is it? Like right. we just kind of here just to like do it because it's appropriate. But if it don't really mean nothing, I ain't trying to put my name on. I get yeah. it. I get it. So, like, in 2014, how long were you rapping? Was that, like, I just started and this happened or, like, I put in work and this? Um, You know, I think every, you know, black kid, you know, wrote their little raps yeah. and stuff like that. But for most of my life, I played basketball. Okay. So, I wasn't even supposed to be doing this. I thought I was going to be in the WNBA, 
you know, stuff like that. Or I was going to be the first woman in the NBA, you know, those type of, you know, things. So um, it probably was around like my senior year of uh, high school. I was just like, you know what, I really don't want to do basketball like that. And and me personally, I just didn't want to be selfish and take up space of a scholarship when I know it was a young lady out there that really wants this, that's going to give it 110%. And when it comes to athletics, when you get to college, it's not just about being a, a talented um, uh, athlete. It's, it's about job. being. It's yeah. You're a student at the same time. So it's like you know you got to have your grades together and your game got to be tight too. Yeah. And I knew personally that wasn't what I wanted to do. So I'm like whatever. You know what I'm saying. So I ended up going to Specs Howard for a year for video production and radio broadcasting. And I'm like. Like, that's why I got to respect for y'all because this, like, no, it'll probably be hella dead air right now. <laughs> like, I'll probably be fired if this was, like, if I was, like, really on, like, a radio station right now. So, I, I got, shout out to y'all. Respect. I, I respect y'all. Appreciate it. But, um, no, no problem. I uh, I realized that wasn't something that I wanted to do neither. But, however, like, going over into my artistry, I still apply what I learned from, like, the video production for, like, the visual aspects and stuff like that. But, anyhow, like, really just getting back into, like, I was saying, like, I really did basketball for most of my life, and it just really took, like, one little cipher I kind of wrote in, like, my senior year. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So, like I said, I went to school for a year. I finished that. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm just get something on paper just so I can always fall back on that if need be. But now I'm going to go full throttle with my music. So I'll probably have to say I always have these moments in my life where I think I'm taking music seriously, but I'm not really taking it seriously because it's another episode that happens, and I'm like, damn, Che, you got to buckle the fuck up. You know, I mean... Can I cuss? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. All right, all right. All right. So you know, Please I gotta, do. I, Please I gotta, do. <laughs> I gotta buckle the fuck up. And uh, yeah, so I'll probably have to say I've been rapping here and there. I know I just went through a whole thing. No, I just, no, no, it's good. I just it's want good. people to know because you know some people may not have no clue who I yeah, am. We so gonna I just go wanna, through it all. All right, for sure, for sure. Good, 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 good. So uh, yeah, I would probably say you know I've been rapping here and there all my life, but as far as taking it serious, maybe two thousand. 14, 2015. So, yeah, like at, like shortly after the Cypher and then kind of like a little bit after that. Yeah. So the Cypher was really like your first kind of big look. Um, National, you know, or international, yeah, definitely. But uh, 2013, I had won the Imported from the D contest. Okay. So that kind of like spreading yeah, me out yeah. a little bit more in the city. And then I had released uh, a mixtape with DJ BJ. Uh, called Noah, and then that kind of like spread it out. So, now, am I tripping? Did your name always used to you used to always have the same rap name? It, you know what? I had a few different rap names. It was Juicy Gina. That okay. was like back in 2012, 2013. Then it switched to it was it was always originally Che yeah. because that's like half of my name. So I always went by Che. But like I said, Juicy Gina. And then it was Detroit Che. That was like right after the imported from the D because right. I kind of felt like I just needed to do something, which is something that I look back on now and I'm like, you know, don't rush your moments. You know, kind of yeah. like, you know, ponder on them a little bit. I was uh, a couple of my other hip hop people. I'm like, dog, I know she used to have a different rap name, but I. Yeah, it was Detroit Che. Then it was Che, Juicy Gina. Um, damn, was it anything else? Before that, you know what it probably was. I probably just don't even want to disclose because it, it, <laughs> okay. it was so lame. It was so lame. <laughs> but yeah, I had a, a few different names, but it really always had like Che in yeah, it yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, and I, I just think recently, every rapper goes through like those transitions. Yeah, to Man. find out what really fits. Oh yeah, definitely. I tell niggas my first rap name. <laughs> it was bad. Hey, but you know I mean, you have to go through those moments. Yeah. you know. 
Definitely. I just said it on my real my I just said it on Jay Johnson because like that's who I am. <laughs> but you gotta find something that work for you. I feel it. Facts. I feel it. Facts. Yeah. So, so I, I feel like Che, you know, Che fits. I, I don't have a problem when people say, yo, that's Detroit Che. I don't I don't got a problem. You know, just say Che and not Che or Chi. As long <laughs> as you don't say that, I don't care. You say Detroit Che, you say Che, whatever. Just don't say Che or Chi. That's what's up. Uh, those are my pet peeves. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, so then, like after that, it went to a, like around 2016 or so, where mm-hmm. um, we we're looking at like trying to get to that double XL freshman yes, ten yes, cover. Yes. So that yeah. that was a lot of coverage. That that actually was pretty random too, because I didn't expect to you know be in the uh, running. I think it was called the what it was like the top ten or it was called something something similar to like the little hot sixteen thing. But um, or they was picking like the finalist thing, but that was real random. I didn't know that I was gonna be a part of it or anything. And uh, you know, I, I feel like now that you know, I kind of like really pay attention to the business side of things. You know, I think that really, you know, I, I appreciate everybody who you know did vote for me at the moment. But I still think that you know certain um, publications they already have their mind up. You right, know what right. I'm saying? And and it's it's still a good look for like crowd participation and you know what I'm saying like things to be surfaced around whatever they're trying to promote for the moment. But shout out to everybody that voted for me. But, you know, I, I still just think that, you know, it was definitely a good opportunity. But although it didn't happen, I feel like it was necessary that it didn't happen because I had to learn so many things. I'm still yeah. learning now. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I wasn't ready. Like, I'm trying to imagine being signed or, you know, being like up there in 2014. Like, hell no. Hell Yeah, no. I get it. Man. I would have made so many mistakes that. Probably at this point in time in my life, I probably would be like, or no, I probably would be so messed up to where it's like, I don't want to do music, you know, So because I was I was very ignorant. I was very young, you know, and that's just personally, artistically. So now that I'm like maturing and, you know, seeing that, okay, it's not just about being a a, being an artist, but you need to know the business side of things as well. So, like I said, I would have probably messed myself up back then. But, you know, I'm very grateful where I am now. I'm grateful of the obstacles that I went through and I feel like it's very necessary to be at where I'm at now. I think you mentioned something that's that was real important. Mm-hmm. You know, that that gloss and just wanting to be signed. Yeah. You know, when you when you are an artist and you out here on your grind, you mm-hmm. think that's the that's the golden the ticket. Number one thing. Like uh-huh. I'm I'm assigned to a label and they gonna they gonna put me on. No, oh, I'm I'm to the moon after that. No, nah, sometimes you gonna you gonna sign to a label. They are gonna sit you on the shelf. Oh yeah. So they feel you good and damn ready until you produce something worth putting out. Exactly. That's why you know I think it was so cool that I was I thought I was done with basketball, but it still was a lot of things from sports that you know swayed over to music. And I'm like, okay, let's just say I'm, I'm used to being a good player on a basketball team. But when you get to a different level of it, you're not always that star. You Dang know, yeah. you can think that you're ready for it. There you go. You know, so seeing a whole different, you know, game of it, I'm like, okay, I need to hit the gym. You know, and that's when I hit the pen and pad or that's when I hit the books. And, you know, like I said, I'm still learning now. But, you know, if anybody is listening, you're creative, any type of artist, mm-hmm. anything that you do. Um, you know, learning is uh, very, 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 very vital. Nowadays, we are living in a viral world. Yeah. Everything is happening so fast. If I don't want to go to the grocery store, I can get my groceries delivered. Facts. If I don't want to drive, I can get Uber. 
if I don't want to pay a bill, I can pay it online. So we think everything comes fast, but mm-hmm. it's like it's a journey. It's a process with all of this shit, anything that you do in life. So take your time, you know, with any and everything that you do and, and try to learn, you know, because once you get there and you didn't try to take, you know, yeah. heed of those lessons. They're going to take advantage oh, of it. Oh, yeah. We see it happening now. Every day. So many artists in these deals, and it's like, I can't release, I can't release. And like I said, by the time you can release, you don't want to because you're so emotionally drained. You know what I'm saying? That's real hard on the artists nowadays. Like, and people don't understand that neither. And that's why my fault, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, especially like if you created something, there's a sense of urgency around that project. Right. And like, I feel this is the time to put it out. Mm -hmm. So if they didn't made you wait for 18 months, it's like, no, I won't put this out no more. That's not even how I feel no more. This is how I felt when I created it. I'm in a whole other space. How am I going to promo? The, the lyrics feel dated to me. Yeah. yeah. So, like so. me and him, you know what I'm saying? We'll work on music every single day. That's what we've been doing for the past few years. Like, And I won't post anything about it, but it's just... It's it's something to always do to make sure I'm always staying. Got to get sharp. Exactly. Yeah. Got to stay Practice sharp. Practice make yeah. perfect. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Period. So you know, you know, me and him, we got a lot of things that we working on. But it's like I be telling him like I don't know if I really want to drop it because I feel like I don't I don't grown from this you know or this was months ago this was a year ago and it's still like okay it's gonna be new to them but it's still a battle with the artist because it's like we done already i've grown from that point yeah so it's it's so weird it's it's trying to find like that balance you know what i'm saying sometimes those songs end up getting new life in the future Mm -hmm. um listening to uh nipsey of course right oh man Um, victory lap the title track he said he wrote that like a week after Crenshaw dropped you know what I'm saying? He, he had just, already wrote that. Yep, sat, sat on, on it. Yep. A lot of them songs sat on, but like he could have, what, he dropped maybe like two or three other projects in between those, but right. sometimes the emotion of a record, like, nah, not no more. Right. A couple years go past, like, now nah, I'm ready to put this out. Exactly. I feel this. Exactly. I think he was even saying how, um, I think he said the intro was was supposed to be the outro or something like that was supposed to be flipped. And it's like, you know, when you really take your time and sit with the music, it'll yeah. give you a different vibe, you know. Yeah. Maybe you thought, like, this was the intro, then you like, no, nah, this the outro, bro. Like, this need to be how they how they leave out with it. So, you know, that's that's it's really hard, like, being an artist and trying to get your audience to understand those things yeah. because a lot of the times the audience is just the audience. They're They're not... You know, and this ain't no disrespect to the audience because there are still some artists, you know, that will be fans of my stuff too. But some people are just listeners, you know, they don't have any type of creative ability. Yeah. So they don't really understand. Don't but it's like, it. yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's weird. Like, damn, like, just, just give me some time. You know what I'm saying? I, I want this to be as perfect for y'all as possible. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I ain't trying to hold y'all out of shit. If I, if I could, I'll release a new song every day. But it's like, it's not going to be delivered how I would want y'all to receive it. So it's right. like, it's kind of like a connection to the listener and to the audience. I mean, to the listener and, and from the artist that, like, I really want people to understand nowadays, too. It's like, we're not just holding out on music just to hold out. We want it to sound perfect for y'all. You know what I'm saying? This is this is our baby. Yeah. We don't just, real artists ain't just writing shit and just dropping it and whatever. Like you said, it's, it's really like a moment in our lives. You know what I'm saying? So to share that with people. And even sometimes you get like negative like critiques on it. It's a lot. Like yeah. it takes a lot for an artist to be that vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I mean, when you put your baby out there to the world, you putting it out there to be critiqued. Exactly. You know, you like for you, it's an emotional connection. I've been working on right. this 
18 months. I put my blood, sweat, and tears exactly, into it. Exactly, exactly. And I'm going to give it to y'all, and I'm hoping that you love it. Hey, but it's just going to always right. be that sector of people that's like, I'm, I'm an like, artist, but I'm a sensitive about my, my shit. shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For real. <laughs> like, damn, it's like. I done told y'all niggas a secret. Like, like you hey. telling everybody, like, they like, man, fuck, fuck that, that secret. <laughs> you feel me? I'm like, dang, I ain't saying nothing no more. I'm done. Uh, so let me ask. So around uh, 2014, 2016, you had a, you probably, I'm sure you had a certain look of how the industry is going to be or how it is. Right. Like, All right, we're not getting this. This is going to happen or whatnot. Uh-huh. Like, how has your journey changed from then to right now? And like, how has the industry treated you in that time frame? Um, I think in the beginning after the cipher, I kind of like put myself into the industry. And now as I've like matured, I kind of like don't like I understand that it's there, but I don't really try to consider myself a part of it because it's so fabricated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just down to the business side, even nowadays down to the artistry of the whole going viral just to get followers and get, you know, monetary gain and stuff like that. So I really don't even try to put myself in it, but it definitely opened my eyes. I thought that was what I wanted. You know, like I said, I thought I wanted to get signed immediately. Now I'm more so on the independent route. Like, I have my own publishing company. You know, I own my own publishing, my own masters, you know, stuff like that. So, and, and, and getting more of that knowledge and realizing that I can do this myself. Mm-hmm. You know, you have, um, you know, uh, for an example, we got Spotify. We got, well, I just say Apple Music. You know what I'm saying? This, this is like, no, I ain't trying to like throw no shade to nobody. I'm just giving like an example. So you have Apple Music. But you got to think about it. One person thought like, Let's take the physical, let's take the CD away. Let's give them something electronic and put it on their phone so they don't need the physicalness. I just give it to them right up on their phone right away. And now it's like you see somebody and I'll be like, yeah, I'm selling the CD. And they'll be like, oh, no, you you on Apple Music, bro? It's like, yeah, but you don't want the physical CD? Like, I can sign it for you, too. Like, no, 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 no. That's cool. That's cool, bro. Um. What's your Apple Music, though? And it's like... A CD used to be an experience. Man, I had a conversation with somebody. Exactly. And, like, I feel like we've been tricked into paying $10 a month for the rest of your life. For sure, for sure. Keep this. For sure. Forever. Like, Like, forever. I got to pay $10 a month forever. I'm going to bring this up. I'm going to bring this up. I'm going to bring this up. I just seen this. uh, It gets deep. Shout out to United Masters for uh, dropping gems and giving artists game. Giving artists game. And shout out to Tidal. For being one of the highest uh, streaming payouts. Shout out to Hove. Yep. Period. I got it. From, I stole Bring it, from it up <laughs> right here. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Now, you know what I'm saying? Let's say you say you paying $9.99 per month. Now, Forever. I would get, <laughs> per string, I would get 0.0073 cents. Did I say a penny? Did I Hell say no. a nickel? Mm-hmm. Hell no. <laughs> I say a dime. I say 25 cents. Hell no. I'm getting a seventh of a, of, of, of a penny. Like but, the, the quote AJ from the Connected Experience, like somebody showed me, put a seventh of a penny on the table for me. Like, can I go eat? No, I can't go eat today. They don't even want to really accept change at the gas station. No more. I took some change to the gas station about two months ago. I had all this change, about $10 in change. Steal money. Oh, no, you can't bring this anymore. I said it's $10 and quarters. But what I'm trying to say is 
the standard now is to have your music as an artist on a streaming platform. And if it's not on Apple Music, you're not official. You're not solidified. But me selling my music out my trunk for $10 a pop. You know what I'm saying? Let's say I got 10 people to come up. I, I sell mine for 10 That's $100 yeah. right there. But I get 0.0073 cent off you paying it, but you paying $9.99 per month. You bought a, It's I mean, a different type of hustle. Like you buying a CD every it's month. It's a different type yeah. of hustle. I'm going to buy a CD every month for the rest of my life. I might as well just go buy. Go go straight to the artist. You know, and, and I get it. I get it because at the same time, they kind of break it down to where it's like, okay, you will spend... You know, nine ninety nine, and that artist only get that nine ninety nine just that one time versus all the streams. But it's like, bro, you damn near got to get like a million streams just oh, to yeah. get even uh, a few thousand dollars. Well, let's show for 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 fifty. You need fifty three million streams to, to make one, $1 million dollars at the best. At so the that's highest. at Napster, who playing zero zero point zero one nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, title was number two at zero point one two five, but at the highest one, the highest payout, it takes you fifty three million streams to make a million dollars. That's a lot of streams. At the lowest rate, which is YouTube, right? One point five billion, billion streams, billion to make a million dollars. And you, we're talking about me, right. me, and, oh and, and my and my and my platform right now. We're talking about you know. Somebody, I, I'm not signed, you know what I'm saying? So me trying to think about getting those type of numbers, you know, right now, it's kind of like, all right. What's the know? highest? Like, I think it's uh, the Wiz Khalifa joint is the highest uh, stream song. What, Black and Yellow or some shit? No, no, the Paul Walker joint from... Um, See You Again? Yeah. See You Again video on YouTube has... Four billion. Four billion. So they only made about three million dollars off that song. But think about if he get it if if he get wait, wait, how how much did he make? Well they say you can make a million dollars at one point five billion. Okay. And he only had four, so you ain't you probably like at a two two point five million off that song. Let's say if he got a dollar per person, he would have still made more than that. But but that's that's paying the artist di- directly. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the narrative needs to be switched to. It's oh, it's man. for the artists to like, distribute their own product for them to sell their own product. And my fault, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. And, oh. and and you know what I'm saying like even going back to like Master P, like you know, shout out to Master P for show for show, like. You know, you turning down million dollar deals with five hundred dollars in your pocket, and and you will you will think that that's crazy, but that shit right there is genius. That's that's faith. That's ambition. That's that's power right there. Sometimes saying no is more powerful that's, than saying yes. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? I look at him. He's he's self made. Like it ain't no limit, really. No pun intended. Thanks. It ain't no and limit to nobody, what you can do. I mean, first of all, I'm I'm with you. P is one of the people I admire. You cannot knock P in you any can't. type in any you type can't. of level. You he can't. is a ghetto su- superhero. No, he's just a superhero. Yeah. Nigga played in the NBA. Like he, he played in the NBA. He just said yeah. he woke up one day and said, "I want to hoop." He played in the NBA, <laughs> and I'm gonna play in the NBA. There's not an industry that he ain't do already, though. You know no. what I'm saying? He so did from, entertainment, from music, music, from Shit, clothing. Movies, clothing. He, remember, Derek Anderson used to play for the um, the the San Antonio yeah. Spurs. He was he was his manager. Like I, I, the Rock Nation Sports, 
He, helped, he did that shit already. He helped broker that, Rick, that Ricky Williams deal back in the day. He had multiple artists, cell phone service, movies, TVs, um, gas stations, toys, like everything. He's done everything. And yeah. that's, that's another thing that our people need to know is just like, you know, we always get taught like, what you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be a basketball player. I want to be a rapper. And it's just all these entertainment fields that we think we're only powerful in. Even an engineer. We're, yeah, like we we lack in you know the technical field. Like that's why I be looking for black techs now. Yeah. Like come on, like we we take up most of the percentages of buying video games. 100%. So why are we not you know making these softwares, making these hardwares? Because we out there, you know what I'm saying. Well, we gotta know that it's it's more than you know to black people than just sports and rapping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Think you about you can literally be whatever the fuck you want to be. Period. Yeah. You just gotta wake up, put in the hard work, and exactly. determine that this is what the fuck I'm gonna do. Yep. I don't care what nobody else got to say about it. Right. If you just put your nose to the dirt and work hard as fuck, you, got to. you can really do whatever you, whatever the fuck you want to do. It's a sacrifice that people don't want to do. Like you said, putting your nose to the dirt, people. Because when you do that, you 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 zoned in. But all this other stuff outside, you can't see it. Don't nobody want to tune out because yeah. don't nobody want to be looked at like you weird nigga. You spend all your time in that room working on that damn shit. But I feel like I feel like that's that sounds sure. like somebody mama right there. I feel like that's for sure. Like some Man. type of it, it's like a play of an agenda though if you think about it because it's like when it comes to engineers when it comes to what do you want to be when you grow up oh i just want to be an entertainer type thing even when you be like oh you should want to go be a tech you should want to go be an engineer why we failed or we i feel like we we we, we wasn't taught ownership you know right. what I mean? No, not it's at all. It's cool to be an engineer, but what the fuck you be an engineer for? Because what, what the they, fuck you gonna own? They be like, you need that to makes a lot of money, so go be that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It just can't be that. It got to be like, what comes after you make all that money? Like, what you gonna use with all these smarts? You just gonna continue to be an engineer, like build your own shit, build build wealth, build build. What was you saying? Build a uh, family. Um, Generational wealth. Generational wealth. Yeah. Like longevity. It, period. Longevity. It's all within that. I feel like the black community for sure. Like, Cause you can be an engineer and just go to work that. every motherfucking day. Yeah, exactly. that's a regular nine to five. That's a regular nine to five, just like or a nigga working at CBS, bro. That, like that's a, you an engineer at one of these plants, and then you develop some shit that puts your people out of work. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. So yes, I'm an engineer, but like, but I just developed this I machine. I just made a robot exactly. that put my ass out of work. Thanks. You know, like, what I look at I look at it all the time. Like, all right, you got you got you got the parents. You got the parents. Like, oh, I want to be a rapper. Hell no, you need to go work at the plant. All right, well, I go work at the plant. It's like, bro, look at all these Jeeps driving around. Look at all these Mustangs driving around. How many motherfuckers you think built the gas tank for them bitches? But, like, when they go home, when they go home, it's like, damn, bro, you really assembled somebody's car, but... They don't really have shit to show for it. It's like these yeah. niggas really don't go home and they have get the, the A plan and, and get you know a charge. Yeah. It's like, bro, yeah. that's it. For for bro, y'all niggas actually out here building niggas cars. Y'all niggas need to to really be like held that. on some type of pedestal to where like y'all can't build y'all own car or have like y'all own exactly. type of like. You like know in real mean? life, if you if so, you do the gas <laughs> tanks and your man who worked down the down the down the hallway do mm-hmm. this. Do like if all y'all get together, and... all y'all know exactly I how to build this shit together. We be talking about. Like, literally, like, like, before we went to Germany, we literally had this conversation. Like, we we have talks like this every day because our people don't think past what we see, you know? And that's that's what, you know, any type of conversation I have with people, um, amongst my people, you know what I'm saying? I try to just make them think a little bit further, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, okay, well, if you, let's say you a security, 
You know what I'm saying? You security for a venue. You know, you done been slaving for them all these years and everything. You really maintaining the venue and everything. Eventually, you should want to make your own security exactly. company. Exactly. Because you, you already can control a whole facility. Mm-hmm. So why not make your own? Because we think so short sighted. We think yeah. so we, short-sighted. we want the, the the right now. Yeah. I mean, that I can get for sure, for sure. instant gratification. I, yeah, yeah. Instant I can get my charger right now. I can get a Roly right now. I can yeah. get whatever I need right now. Quick, but like quick. ten years from now, I mean, me and Jay I used mean, to work the studio here. We used to work. work. We <laughs> used to work together back in the day, mm-hmm. and I can tell you from the both of us, we blew so much fucking money <laughs> working at our old job. I mean, because we was getting it fast. Right. We and was, it was young. Going as fast right, as right. you can. Hell yeah. Oh, I have no idea what the fuck I did with that money, <laughs> nigga. Like, I was at the time I was like what twenty two, twenty three years old, going through like. Sixty grand a year at twenty two, like shit. I ain't got should, shit to show for it now. Like, <laughs> we should have been like doing. But something. see, but see, but peep. I think that's something. That's, that's, that's something else within the black community. living at home with my mama. Shit. I think. Like, I, I think. I think. No I think. I think that's something else within the black community that wasn't taught on us. Like we don't. Us as black people, we don't think five years to ten years ahead of us. We only think nice. about a couple months ahead of us. We only think how shit, far that check mo- can get if. Niggas think, we, niggas think two weeks to two weeks. Hey, hey, how bro. fast? How fast two do the dollar? Uh, do, do the dollar? Six hours. Uh, six hours. Yep. Somebody explain it. Six hours within within the the, the black community. We talked about that a few six weeks hours. ago. Six you know hours, what? I think like, I honestly think it's less than that. Because take take this for an example. I got friends that work at like Walmart. So as soon as you get off work, you know what I'm saying? Oh, good. I done got off. I'm about to go get me a snack. You just need paid. to make that Coney run. That, <laughs> but but no 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 not no, hey hit the Coney run period. Right. But no not that. What I'm saying Real is talk, you know man. let's say you just get off work at Walmart and you think like okay I'm about to go you know grab me some snacks and stuff but I got food at the crib. But I'm gonna go grab me a candy bar. So you just bought that Snickers bar from Walmart, and they just gave you that check. So they now that money that going check. right back to Walmart. So that's less than six hours. That's more so like six seconds. I mean, so that math, real? like we don't even like we we black we black people who living in the white community because we don't oh, own yeah. none of this shit. Right? Oh yeah, right, 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 right. like we be like nigga, this not in our community. Eh, it's not really our community. It's not ours to start with, bro. It ain't. Like, it ain't. Cause like, we so not when you in go control. to the when you go to the Walmart, that's un, in the hood. Oh yeah. Is it really in our community? You gotta no, kind of play they by their rules a set little up bit. Shop. You know what I mean? They set up shop amongst us. You know what I'm saying? That's why. Hell yeah, man! All of this, you know, think about the gas stations. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I've had instances where you know I've been in the gas station. Little black kids ain't have enough money to get some snacks after getting off the school bus. You know, and, and you know the other nationalities is you know no no you ain't I'm not about to let you get these chips. You know, hold it. You know, I had to buy you know had to buy snacks with some kids, and it's like you am. I mean, I get what you're saying, but still, you amongst my Damn, people. This about to be your customer for the next ten years. Exactly. But but yeah. even that, even that yeah. right there, like, give you know, a bag what I'm of saying? chips, fam. Like you gonna see him until he go to high school. Hey, and even probably he gonna probably still come back yeah, and shot. With probably you. still be in the hood. Yeah, yeah. But it's like sad, the hate that sad. you give them little niggas. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like the. The moment you show them little niggas that shit and you continue to show them, it's like, now you wonder why niggas grow up trying to rob this bitch. Now you wonder why niggas grow up acting a damn nut in your shit because you ain't, you ain't show love. And I feel like that's a whole tactic when it comes to trying to take over motherfuckers like areas. You don't care about them. You don't care about the shit that's in there. You just caring about that money. And it's like, yeah. once, if you care about it, like let's say it was black motherfuckers running these damn liquor stores, 
here, had his had his piece of candy. I know you ain't got to have this piece of so, candy. So you know what I'm saying? Tell your like, mama to come by here next weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like she gonna owe me ten at the end of the week. I'll let you get these chips, but tell Miss That's that's such love and, such. and I feel like that's what keep the relationship of the customers. But I mean we don't and have even a, then I feel like it, you shouldn't even have to owe that ten dollars at the end of the yeah. week. I, that's that's just me yeah. just being me because at the end of the day, you Real know talk. what I'm saying? Real you got you got to think about this this whole thing. Like I said, we all disagreed on the fact that we only think like surface level. But you got to think about every invention inside of this room from the electricity, the water bottles, you know, the remote controller, uh your shoes, your pants, every single thing in here was originally a original idea from a black person. Now, whether that idea had enough time to get patented or not, yeah. now back in the day, what they was doing was black people had these inventions. But the fact that, you know, the other nationality, well, white people had the accessibility to go yeah. patent it, it was, oh, well, let's say you make the headphones. Well, I'm going to hurry up and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to hurry up and go. Oh, shit, you, and just can't, you can't say you make it. Like, you're not even a Yeah, human. yeah, yeah. You're not. You, you, <laughs> you're you're not facts, even, facts, you facts, facts, facts. Exactly. Facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? So Just like you, that penny. Yeah, you like when you you're not even a whole artist. You ain't even deserving of of a whole penny. You Facts. know what I'm saying? So we keep getting these reminders. How do I put my heart and soul into something, and you tell me I can't get I a can't. penny off of this? So what I'm waiting for is for a, a big enough artist. I wish Jay or Beyonce or somebody do it. Like, look, fam, just drop an app with your music on it. You pay me ten dollars to download my app, and all my music is there. Cause you're gonna if you want to listen to it from your phone. But now I'm not getting paid zero point zero something percent. Right. I can you still get my paid yeah. the right. fucking thing. Like sure. who not like be, or Beyonce like go to Beyonce.com and listen to my music. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. real talk. That's yeah. why it's so important for you know an artist to have their own website. You know what I'm saying? Like I have my own website, so you know, I've even been thinking about snatching my music off everything. You know, so the only way you can listen to my music is going to SMH. It's time.com. Yeah. That's the only way you can get my music. And I feel like it should be like that because if I'm creating my own music, I should be the only distributor of my music too, especially if you're going to give me not even half of a damn penny. I mean, I've been thinking I about might that as well. with YouTube. Yeah. Like, you know, YouTube, they made the little changes where if you don't got like a hundred and I still been trying to get monetization off or whatever. Stuff. It used to be once you got a million views, they monetize your account. Right. They switched it switch, where if yeah. you don't have a it's a rolling number of minutes watched mm-hmm. in a year, then they, they don't monetize. I'm like, oh, well, now yeah. I'm putting up content for no reason. Yeah. Like, I'm not making no money off of it. So oh, yeah. only time somebody going to look at it, if I, if I send them a link to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to send you a link to the shit from my website. Like, why should I... Have this going to your platform exactly. versus my own platform. Damn, exactly. Yeah. I uh, you know, I I definitely been thinking about that because it's like, man, we might as well. Especially if you pay for a website per month, I might as well pay for that website and bring all this revenue to my stuff. All eyes on my. And then when you stuff. get paid for revenue from YouTube, like the whatever company pays X amount of dollars, and then YouTube gives you a share of that. That they made off of it. Like, right, you don't even right, get right. the revenue the, person. Exactly, yeah. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm going to do this shit myself. Like, why mm-hmm. am I going to continue to just to push it to your platform? Because, like, so I look at the algorithm and shit, right? Right, right. So, right, like, right. if your shit ain't already popping or you didn't start off popping, how the algorithm set up, like, they're not going to put you in front of certain people. Exactly. So if you already at a disadvantage now, then that's- unless you just the legitimate catch some viral shit, mm-hmm. no one's going to, you're not, you can type in the exact name of your your song or whatever, it's right. not gonna come up in that exactly. first page. Yep. It comes yep. up on the a certain algorithm. So I'm like, well fuck it. If I'm never gonna be popping in this platform, I'm gonna use this shit to my own advantage. Exactly. Like why? 
Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you if you are business savvy, if you tech savvy, this is the perfect time to be an independent artist. Oh yeah, definitely. Because you can control, the you know, whole, your your own destiny. Yeah. You can book your own shows. Yep. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? You can put your music out on whatever platform mm-hmm. you feel like it. You can put your videos out on whatever platform yep. you feel like it, and you can benefit from it directly. You can have you deal with people. You get you a small team together oh, yeah. that believes in you, and you can do whatever That's you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. A lot of people think that it's this whole narrative of you need a million people with you. You know, it's even a, a thing called, you know, a thousand fans. You know, you get a thousand fans to spend $100 with you independently. You, you living you just, good. You, you living up. good. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, we don't think like that because the narrative is Otherwise, the narrative is, no, get your pennies from streaming because it's accessible for everybody. My thing is, if you're really a supporter of the artists and of the music, you're going to go to the website. We found ways to digest music long before streaming came yeah. along. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about, like, the CD, I mean, me and Jay are a little bit, little bit older. So, I mean, the, the CD aspect, like, it was an event. Mm-hmm. I remember when I bought Doggy Style like on CD. An experience. And I opened it up for the first time and looked. And you had the fucking like, the book with the, the track list and with you can the, read the credits and all or that Or the shit. lyrics. The lyrics. I remember the book list with the whole yeah. lyrics. Hell yeah. I think it was like a Kurt Franklin CD I still got, <laughs> like, with the lyrics. And I'm like, bro, I'm, like, listening to the song and, like, That's reading so the lyrics. It's a whole experience. It's funny now because Apple Music will throw the lyrics in there and she like, you know they got lyrics? I'm like, nigga, yeah. All this shit is lyrics. Like, I, I was just looking at mine the other night. I'm like, dang, but what if I could like look at the paper, then pull out the whole poster yeah. and look at the I was just about to say, like signature. Lil Bow Wow, he had his album to where you pull out the pamphlet, and you get to open that whole, whole he poster. had a whole poster posing and shit. It's like, like dang, damn. I got an album booklet and a poster. But you see how we remembering Lil Bow Wow. Yeah. Do, like, you can't do this shit with no damn Apple my, Music looking at the... At, my you son, can't do that my shit. My son's 16, got mm-hmm. an iPhone. He ain't never bought a CD before in his life because yeah. he's he's never had to. Wow. For him, for him that, ex- that, experience, right on the phone. that experience has completely passed him. They, wow. tried to, they tried to duplicate the shit, but it don't work. Um, like if you buy uh, a certain shit from iTunes and that mm-hmm. Apple Music, they get the digital booklet. So from your computer, <laughs> you can download it like that, but it's not the same. Not the same. You can't take your finger and flip that <laughs> fucking page, bro. It's not the damn. It ain't same. the same, Dang, dog. It ain't. it ain't the same. Cause I used to want to know what the back of that bitch look like. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got the album cover, but what the back of it look yeah. like? You know what I'm saying? How the paper feel? I was hey. just about to say, like the material, like you go to Target or Best Buy or some shit, you buy an album, you feel Is that it shit. Gloss? But Is then it? you go to the Ac- African Fest down there, uh, Heart Plaza and shit, you feel that paper. You like then as hell. Oh, Just shit. saying that. You know, I got oh, the bootleg version. My man but. walked mm-hmm. up with the CD with the <laughs> But that's just an experience in yeah. itself, like wanting to feel the, the good paper. Like I got a good ass CD. I got the yeah. looks, you know what I mean? Right. Ooh, I mean ooh. we we've had other artists come in here and like they'll leave us with like a CD. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, not too long ago, CD quality mm-hmm. was a thing. You right. know what I'm right. saying? Right. Like right. It, it was an expectation for right. when you got mm-hmm. when you got some some music. And Definitely. I mean it's you know, not to say that like somebody got to give us something, but it's nice to have something tangible. Like, right, right, right. Oh, they came through. This, this, what we got from them. Exactly. Like that's cool. Exactly. I mean, it shows. On top of that, it shows. That oh you yeah! Spend Shout money out to Alexis. Period. Shit, Violent that's Giant. Yeah. No, yeah. Nolan. I listen to Violent uh, Giant no, every day because no. it's the only CD in my car. It's time, you know what sis. With me. Hey. It's time, sis. Uh, uh, um, um, DIA Alexis performance. All 
The okay, 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 okay. I, I remember. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Alexis for sure, for sure. That's that's big sis right there. Shout out to her. Um, so man, it's been a, it's been a journey with music. Now the the project that you've been pushing um, changes. changes. Yeah. Um, it's a do we call that an EP now? Yeah, yeah. It's for sure. I I feel like it was a piece. You know, yeah. it was it was for it, sure a piece. Um. Even with the track list, um, seed, root, stem, and leaf, it wasn't a complete process of, um, what do I want to call it? Of, uh, I guess a complete process of changes. It was just like, I felt like leaf was just a perfect song and a perfect, um, moment for me to stop at. I don't think I had blossomed into a flower or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, it was just like, okay, I got these necessary components, but I'm still waiting to change and, you know, and to blossom and to develop into that next step. But, um, yeah, it was just like, it, it really started off, the whole project started off as like some personal changes that I was going through. And then, you know, I mean, just me being an artist, um, I conveyed those personal changes over to like artistic changes and, it also showed people like, whoa, she didn't just change as a person, but like this is a whole different approach, you know. Like, it's like, not just a bunch of bars. Like this is music. Yeah, thank you. Thank you know what you. I mean? Like thank it's you. a, it's that. an, ex- it's an experience. Thank I mean, you. Thank you. You know what I mean? So you. thank you. And I think you know you you said something like you you haven't blossomed yet. Mm-hmm. People don't understand patience in the process. Right. Is that when you plant a seed? The last mm. thing you're gonna get is the fruit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like everything else grows in the last. That's that's the finalization of mm. what you planted. Man, that's deepest. That's real, for real. Yeah. I mean, I got a plant at home, right? That I, I got from <laughs> uh, my mom's service. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep this plant like forever. You right. know what I'm saying? Real, for real. But like, I, I went through so many changes with mm. this plant, and like. Like as for how you water it, like through different seasons, you gotta water it, water it different. Right. Like I was watering too much. I had to, I made some, some shit so I can put the water to the bottom. But it takes a lot of care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then like, what's it? It's April, like mid March. You know, through the winter time, shit mm-hmm. close up, start dying. But like March come around and the white, the lilies start popping up. Mm-hmm. Like, like dog, all this extra shit <laughs> you've been doing t- yeah, for the last almost what year and a half now. You know what I'm saying? Like all that, like boom, look at it out mm. here flourishing. But like it takes a lot of change and little little adjustments. Like all right, bet first, all right, first it was every every week I was watering. All right, well now I think that's too much. So let's try two weeks. Oh, one month in in the winter months or whatever. Right, it's like and it's just little tiny adjustments to make. All right, how much like to give, whatever. Right. So, yeah, it's just like it's just like life. You know what I mean? It's just like having a baby. How you were saying you go you go from caring. You always gonna care about your kid, but you go from caring about it twenty four seven you know, you kinda slow up, you ain't slow up. And <clears throat> depending on how you raise that kid, you 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 go the extra mile with raising the kid when he grow up, you see you done raised a good ass, like a a, a good a, adult. A good yeah. adult, you know what I mean? So that's just a little comparison with the plan. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Dope. that's dope. Um, I enjoy changes. Um, thank you, thank you. It was, it's, I don't know what I was expecting, but like, it got there. I feel like <laughs> a lot of people didn't know what to expect because it's just like, I really, I'm not like, I don't know, I'm not like a, what do I want to say? I don't want to. I want to, you know, I'm saying, don't like, say something. Yeah, like yeah, that. you yeah, know, because yeah. I don't know. This year I may <laughs> push him on out. You know what I'm saying? He's like, damn, she done dropped about six tapes in two months. Like, you know, um, but I don't know. I think I really like to take my time with my project. So I think, you know, people didn't know. They just like, 
bro, like, is it going to be bars? Like, because it was a lot of people saying, like, I'm ready for the bars. And I kind of was like, ooh, y'all niggas going to hate me. <laughs> like, it ain't the bars. I mean, it's it's something like that, but it's some changes, you That's know? That's what you, I guess, I think, well, when you were talking about sometimes the audience don't, like, you can't really dictate that yeah. kind of art I'm going to give to you. Mm-hmm. Like, artists mm-hmm. get, like, so. I think sometimes you should just walk into a situation without expectations. expectations. Yeah. Just, just enjoy the music. Like, I think that's what M had did for his uh, last stuff that he had dropped. He was like, you know, I didn't really want to do too much promo of it because I didn't want to give people the time to have expectations. I just wanted to drop the track list and then next thing you know, just drop the album. But but like Jay was saying, you once you reach a certain platform, a certain echelon mm-hmm. as an artist, you don't have to go through the regular rollout. Right. Him and them don't have to go to Sway in the morning oh, and spit no, no bars. No, no. He, he dropped the cover and, <laughs> and we like. No, no. Literally, he. you wake up on Thursday, you you put the track list on Instagram. <laughs> you, come, last week. Coming soon. Period. Queen, Queen B, just drop her fucking album and your Netflix shit in one day. Like, all right, here we go. Oh, yeah. Go for crazy. Sure. For yeah. sure. Shout out to B. Period. Break, yeah, and, and shut the internet down every is, fucking time. Crazy, and Beyonce, bro. Beyonce, man, shout out to Beyonce. She just such a phenomenal artist. Like, just even how I, I literally just seen the post that, you know, I responded to. And, uh, you know, it was uh, Ariana Grande. I think that's how you pronounce her last mm-hmm. name. She, uh, you know, I guess she got like maybe eight million. For Coachella, and they were saying, like, you know, Beyonce got four million, but at the same time, you gotta think about it. Beyonce negotiated four million. She still was able to obtain exclusive rights for her performance, which led to a Netflix deal. And then she also was able to release a live album, which has streaming, you know, rights as well. So it's a difference between an artist and an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? She she was able to see that position and make it work for her versus I'm going to just take the $8 million for the performance. And she's on such a higher plane. You know what I'm saying? Whenever yeah. Beyonce does something, it's, it's an big. event. Yeah. And I'm, it's like an experience. 40 it's an million experience. Something for that for Netflix. And, and I'm not Damn. to say that I'm the hugest Beyonce fan, mm-hmm. but I can respect the work oh, that yeah. she puts in. Definitely. When I when I saw that she practiced eight months for a two-hour performance, oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that I looked at myself like, Damn. I need to step it on up because I practice for 30 minutes and be like, all right, we good. We about to kill the show next week. Like, no. Like, she just said she, 15 hours, she got twins. She got another kid. She got a husband. She's she's a a human being. You know what I'm saying? She probably in there cracking a whip on them damn girls. Man, what's (laughs) so funny is, though, like, the the amount of detail that you put in her performance is one thing. But I need everything to be A1. So I need the video to be edited correctly, right? So it's a little joke. That was flying around, so so it's a, a little uh, a snippet of her her uh, performance out where the dancers was dancing, mm-hmm. and like the dancers changed clothes, so it was it's really two different videos. Oh yeah, it go from the yellow split. to the to the yeah. pink. I said but, what now? But the the, the edit was flawed. The editing was so crazy. Do you so know crazy. how fucking difficult that is, dog? Like in real life, the continuity, the continuity behind listen, that shit, that shit real, is difficult. I was, I was watching that in Berlin. I literally, I'm like, I hit the group chat. Shout out the squad. I hit the group chat. Like, hey, y'all got um. Netflix password, I need to watch this, I need to watch this, I need to watch it. And I was watching it, and I seen that shot, I said, what in the hell? I said, I think I'm tweaking. Like, did she just change from yellow to pink? I watched that shit it four times so before crisp. I figured out what they was talking about. I didn't, was, I didn't catch it the first time. I'm like, what are y'all talking it about? It was so crazy. The execution is just, you know, but but see, that's... That's that 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 passion, you know. what I'm saying she cares about how it's a, it's appealing to people. Cares about every being. detail because yeah. that was a year ago. So the I did that performance year. at Coachella last year. 
this Coachella was like last week. Like you said, so it took patience. me an entire year. Yeah. I want this shit. I'm on every scene, every everything. Oh. Yeah. I want that shit together. Oh. Yeah. If it took me eight months to prepare for this actual performance, it's gonna take you a year to get this to video. Get this editing, her work yeah. ethic is something crazy. Like Che was talking about this the other day. I forgot what she was watching. She's talking about how Beyonce be with running. Right, she oh, she's uh, had to like do laps and sing or something. Yeah, like, that. like just like jogging and like singing at the same time. That, that may she's younger. That may sound cool for conversation, but just y'all, let's just that's think tough. about having to sing. That's tough. Yeah. Hold a note while yeah, fucking yeah, jogging. Yeah. Like bro. rapping and doing that is tough. So yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. trying to you know really hit a note. So y'all know like Game of Thrones been like dominating like the social media and everything now, see, like I, that. I never seen that show, I'm but really I think uh, Chloe and Holly just did, uh, I think like the soundtrack for that or something so like peep that. So this. So this episode that's coming up on uh, Sunday, uh, it's going to be like their battle episode. Mm-hmm. They shot this episode for 55 days. Wow. Oh. 55 days. They shot. Movies take two months to record. Right. Yeah. They shot this. this for our show. This show, this, this episode part I think is going to be like an hour and 40 minutes or something like that. 55 days for this one battle scene. Like, that's some intention to detail. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is going crazy about this fucking show because, like, when you get to mastery level (laughs) of anything. Right. That's the kind of, the the work ethic that 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 puts into something. Oh, yeah, You know what I'm saying? Clearly, Beyonce then hit mastery level. Right. Clearly, Kendrick has hit mastery level. Mm -hmm. Or Cole, like, listen, I'm a. Dre. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, Definitely. I'm going to chill. I'm going to get this body of work together. Mm-hmm. If it ain't perfect, it ain't coming out. Oh, yeah. And I see, I respect that. I respect it so much because, like you said earlier, you know, when you put it out there, you know it's going to get critiqued. But it's like you want to put your best work out there. So it's like even for artists to be like, you know what, I know y'all want it right now, but it's going to take a year. And to still be confident <laughs> when they drop yeah. it, you know, to still have that same – Drive is when they first recorded it. You know what I'm saying? That 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 shit takes a lot because, like I said, it's a lot of music I done already worked on, and I'm like, look, I'm I'm over this, you know. But to still be able to have that same passion about it when you actually drop that content, that's but crazy. When, but when you talk about all those artists that you name, you know, there there are some definitive factors there. When you talk about that faith, that self confidence, mm-hmm. that knowing that when I put this out, I've put perfection right. into it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sonically, it sounds good. Every song, I'm not putting out a song unless it's mixed and mastered right. to Down perfection. To the yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, what stands out about them, and I like the route that you're going, is like, um, like a lot of artists, like we know what's popular, we know what kind of beats is going. Like, right. If I want to throw a trap beat and ride the flow with a certain melody, I can. However, like if you think about a Kanye. Even though he crazy and shit, you think about a Jay or or a Kendrick or a Cole mm-hmm. or even Beyonce. Like I want to hear what they have to say next. Right, right, right. I don't necessarily care what the music sounds like. They're pushing the culture. I want to hear right. what they have to say mm-hmm. next. So if I listen to changes and I hear it's all like it's a one cohesive project, mm-hmm. well now I want to hear well what the next project gonna sound right. like. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Versus mm-hmm. I don't and it's not a shout out to them, but like I don't necessarily care about what the next Migo project sound like. Mm-hmm. Right. I have a, I, a general idea it's going to be. You know what it's going like. to be. Right, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? Right. But like, I literally want to know what the fuck Kendrick going to be talking about on this next project. Because right. within the next mm. seven, eight months, I know it's going to come. Mm. See, that's that's deep. And I think that's really affirming for, you know, even me and him as artists to hear that because we have conversations about this all the time. Oh, like, baby, I, I <clears throat> cherish 
changes. Oh, my God. Like, that's my baby. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I know what else I can do, but I just be telling him, I'm like, bro, we can still go so much further with changes. And he like, I get it, but we got to keep changing. You know what I'm saying? Don't stay on the same thing too long. But it's just such a a, a versatile piece and just a, such a universal yeah. piece of, of, I don't even really want to say music. It's just a, a whole experience. Because like I said, it started off with personal changes. It's just like, damn, like to hear that, you know, even like the audience like appreciates that and like that they actually care what you're going to say next yeah. or how do you feel about certain topics. That's, that's how you feel really about affirming. Nas? About who? Nas. Oh, man, I fuck with Nas. What you mean? Why are you asking like that? <laughs> no, I just ask because I heard, you know, I heard some uh, If I Rule the World. Oh, I yeah, would, you know yeah, 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 so yeah. I oh, yeah. Had some, uh, some oh, shout out to Nas. Shout out to Nas for yeah. show for show, man. Yeah, Nas is. Ew, no pun intended. I've been I've been driving all them this whole damn interview, but no, man, Nas is hard. Um, like I said, the the whole you know if I rule the world, I had to play on that, and especially with Lauren Hill. Oh my gosh, shout out to Lauren Hill. If you are watching this, please, I love you. We have to work together, literally. So last week, me and uh, damn, I forget like uh, what's the old girl Meg the Stallion? Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Shout she, out to Meg. We she her dad came That's my up. Girl, and we was talking about like uh. <laughs> like unfortunately I can see them like pitting her against whoever the next right right and we was right, like it's right, only right. A, a a certain type of female artists that they usually pit against each other right right like you come in it's like we gonna make you the sex kitten so we gonna right. do certain things and then they kind of like get put so Nikki and put against uh, exactly yeah Lil yeah, Kim yeah. and Foxy y'all get put against each other you exactly. get put against each other like so how. When you're looking at female MCs, mm-hmm. like, do you notice things like that? Or what do you think about how the landscape is? Or how do you think y'all treat it inside of the culture as, as a whole? I think from a woman's standpoint, it's weird. I don't like it because it's like, like I just said, I mess with Meg. But you you hear how I rap, yeah. you know, but I, I, I man, Meg was good, period. <laughs> yeah. ah, man, for real. No, shout out to Meg, dog. Meg the Stallion. But no, I feel like I appreciate um I appreciate the artist for 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 what they have to bring. You know, yeah. I don't want somebody to be what they're not. You know what I'm saying? And if I don't rock with it, I just don't rock with it. Yeah. Rock with it. I ain't gonna fabricate it. But I just feel like the whole comparing another woman to another woman, it's it's so Ugh, it's so draining because it's like we got 30,000 male rappers by the name of Lil something. Yeah. And it's like you ain't go ask Lil Yachty how he feel about Lil Uzi or how Lil Wayne feel about Lil Pump. And, you know, but. Well, it happened. I mean, no, no, no. It, it Davies, does happen. How you feel about Lil Nas X? <laughs> but, but, no, you know what I'm saying? I feel like yeah. that was that was really an important question. And shout out to Dave East, too, because, you know, people got to keep it real. You know nice. what I'm saying? I'm I'm of the of the younger generation, but at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's like you gotta think about it. Like you got the name Nas and in, in your rap name, you then, got you got little, X, Nas then you got X, then you got X for for Malcolm X. You know, I mean that's just what I took. You know, I mean that that could, I can be a hundred percent wrong, but that's just what my you know uh, general assumption was. And it's like, all right, now these are two figures that really you know move the culture that got a certain energy exactly you know so i I feel like it was a trolling type thing you know what i'm saying and me personally i don't i think the whole thing i don't yeah i don't i don't rock with that you know what i'm saying there ain't nothing you know to him you know personally or anything but i don't mess with the whole trolling stuff because it's like you know you got legends that really paved the way paved the way for your little silly ass to get up on the microphone and do something silly like that they was like they he signed a columbia like that whole thing may have been just like a 
he got kicked off the charts and now everybody started talking about it and got right, behind right, it. Right. Like, oh, let's get behind the black kid. Cause he, you know what I'm saying? I think that shit was some. Uh, I, I'm not hating. I just can't get with the song. Right, right, like, right. I don't care who we put on it, Billy Race. Like yeah. I, don't, I ain't like, interested. Not, I ain't interested. Yeah. Like sonically, it ain't trolling. Like, period. Like sonically, can't. it's like it's catchy and shit, right? It's catchy, but a lot of stuff is catchy. But is, yeah. it, is it brain food? Is it, it really ain't. feeding right. the people? Is my, it really my, my son listens to Baby Shark. Catchy, it's catchy, yeah. Yeah. but I don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. No, I don't want that shit in my head. That shit was in my head. Niggas will walk out this bitch singing that shit. Man, I don't want to sing. But like, but like, I'm just not interested to hear. It that be, entire song like a right, song right, could right. be good and still be corny for, yeah, for sure. sure for like sure, niggas for thought sure. MC Hammer was corny Ice, I still Ice like Baby. fucking yeah, songs yeah, yeah, Ice Ice Baby that shit was corny but, but, but hip hop but hip hop has always had Facts. like the real know. shit yeah. and the corny yeah, shit but they've always coexisted in the same room I feel like today though I was out of hand I feel like bro we ain't even got no damn morality we 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 don't the morality. The morality of today right now is non-existent. So I feel like this whole trolling shit is at the top because we don't have no fucking guidelines. We don't have no morals that we're fucking, that we follow anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not going to come out, no disrespect to my mans, but dog, in reality, bro, you're not going to come out and say like the little whole little Nas X thing, but still like say you still understand the morality of the rap thing, still understand the morality of our culture. Where did we even get it? I remember in elementary school, I got hip to the whole X, putting right. X after your name because of what Malcolm X did and right. why he did it. And so it's like for, for somebody to even put X without putting the, cause I can, I can see somebody saying like, oh, well, I did it out of the, out of the love and out of respect of, uh, XXX and Tanshion. And it's like, but that's, no, he can't have it. You, you can't, you can't do that, bro. You, you know what I'm saying? I know what you was going for with the whole little Nas X shit. So it's just like, man, I just feel like that shit result with the whole a lot of X's that can get burned up before. God bless, you know, uh, triple X, but mm-hmm. like DMX, Sadat oh, X. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, X yeah, to the Z yeah, exhibit. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's a lot of X's that I think like, about before. I feel like when you bring up XXX and Tasha Young, you don't even think about Malcolm X, but when you At bring all. up, a, like you were just saying, the other people with the X's on their name, the first person you think of. And I think that comes with knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Real and talk. really like understanding like the history and like the culture of hip hop, you know, yeah. or just black history, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, we're not going to think of DMX, especially somebody in, in our age group. We're going to DMX, like, like, man, what you mean? Wild. DMX. No, <laughs> yeah. for real. Like, yeah. bro, I grew up on DMX. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? Just as like, much as Snoop. Just as much as like, everybody yeah, else. Yeah, like, back you then. know, and, and I think I, I literally, like, I had these fake little interviews with myself, like, every day. So, literally, like, two days ago, I was sitting on my bed talking about this. And it's like, I think it's a huge disconnection from the younger generation and the older generation. The OGs and, you know, or, or what what we call it now, the old heads, yeah. you know. And, and there ain't no disrespect to the OGs. Shout out to the OGs because we need y'all. But, you know, the OGs in the younger generation, and it's like me personally, you got to think back to the whole Jim Crow. You know, you got the light skin versus dark skin. Mm -hmm. You got the men versus the women. You got the old versus the young. So it's like if there's a separation from us already, it's a lack of respect. It's a lack of a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of understanding. It's a lack of passion. It's just a whole lack, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what we lack. And we don't even understand each other because we don't care to. Yeah, but it's my fault. Uh, no, 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 not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing is that it's that lack of love. Oh yeah, because it that's, used to be, that's the main thing. It right used there. to be a time where like if you was an OG and you would. You know, you still, you still in the game, you still with it. 
You put your arm around a yeah. young nigga and say, I, I rock with this. I yeah. fuck with this. You, you know, I'm going to jump on this with you and show right. you some love. But you see, my, my fault, I didn't mean to cut you up. But see, nowadays, you know, being in the young cat, it's like, I don't need you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is my stuff. We in the streaming era. Y'all know shit. We in the viral shit. era. Y'all, y'all know old, shit. Y'all old. Y'all old. You know what I'm saying? That's not us personally, but yeah, that's I how it. I our, you know, and this, like I said. That, but yeah, that a nigga is old, but help me out. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I mean, we, we all need each other because it's like, I can I can use your wisdom and like, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Your music may not be as viral now, but you may be able to use the attention. Let's work together. Yeah. We need that. And mu- hip hop specifically, it's so it's such a young of a genre of mm-hmm. music. It's like, fam, right now we just seeing elder statesmen the end of their careers. Like Snoop came out ninety two, mm-hmm. like he's still out here and relevant, right? Right. Like I was we bad. don't know how long. Or like so, Ti, he came out what oh three, you know what I'm saying now. Hip hop is only forty years old in his entire like so for instance, DMX dropped in ninety eight, right? You know what I'm saying? So he been in the game twenty years. The locks been in the game twenty fucking years, mm-hmm. but like they still out here, they still doing tours, they doing right. like so And tell me like, Jada won't outrap your favorite rapper right fact. now. Man. But what I'm saying is <laughs> so if you got somebody from the younger it. generation, he was like, All right, y'all time to finish, y'all can move on. Mm-hmm. Like, no, we st- like we still cook like we can this gonna go this way, and then y'all and gonna go y'all this gonna, way. Yeah, we yeah. know at the same time. It don't gotta be. It's enough for everybody. It don't gotta be. All right, you can leave, and you can you can come. Like no, we because ra- exist. Hip hop is the only only genre that does that. When you look at like rap, country, you know, country uh, music, R- like even R and B. Sometimes they you know? they touring forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Rolling Stones, Grateful Dead, Man. like they touring forever. They be in a wheelchair, no, tour singing because it's an old school Legends concert here four or five times. Yeah, yeah that's true. I'm supposed to be going. Going to that uh, Nas and Mary J. Blige one coming Likewise. up this year. Period. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I appreciate it, but but I did want to get back to the to the comment. My fault. Uh, to the comment on the whole like you know women yeah. comparison type thing. You know, like I said, just just for the record, me personally, I, I I rock with. You know, I got the females. You know, who I definitely rock with, and I feel like there's this whole thing of you know just because you a woman, you should work with another woman. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes there's a lot of behind the scenes things that you know take place that a lot of people may not know about and that's what like results in the tension you know like I don't know the whole I don't even really want to speak on it but I mean whatever we hear but like the whole Cardi B and Nicki situation we don't know it may be something way more serious than the Met Gala or whatever gala that whole thing was I just feel like me personally if it's genuine then and if it's appropriate then yeah work together if it's not that's okay I can salute the next female and don't have to be on her record I can like her picture and that can just be enough because it's a genuine gesture you don't have to be on everything just to show your support for something I think all that shit just be industry created yeah cause I ain't never heard nobody say let's put Rhapsody against Dreezy like I, I've, I've never heard of two um, Queen two Latif spitters the bride or you know yeah. what I'm saying like I ne- it's only a certain type of artists of that they ar- that they take yeah. and, and then, then they do that too. and they push yeah. them together. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's yep. only yep. like for sure, for Man, sure. that's, that's real. That's, that's real. That's that's, that's a that's a good observation for sure, for sure. Because I mean, it's a hundred percent true. It's it's like you you of this type. Okay, we gonna do we this. gonna we gonna put y'all you know together. We gonna make yeah, y'all beef. and it's like, man, come on. Nah, like we don't we don't need that as, as black people. Period. But yes. you know what I'm saying? Especially it's like black women. Like me being a black woman myself, we don't need that shit. Like we we need to stick together, and we need to stick together with our men too. Mm. All that <clears throat> men is trash, and we really talking about <laughs> black men. We need to stop that shit. That shit is lame. 
thing. Facts. Stop that. Black people, we need each other more than anything right now. All Hell that yeah. All that other stuff. I don't care. Y'all can y'all can call me whatever y'all want to. We need that. We I need each to, other. I had to just one hundred percent. We need each other. Period. Um so uh what's next? Oh, okay. Well, I, I can say a little, but not too much. Okay. You nudge me if I'm talking too much. <laughs> um, Me and him, like I said, we have been working on a lot of things. Um, But for the most part, I've really been, like, taking a lot of time to, like, just refocus on my approach as just, like, a person. And even, like, as an artist, I think it's just, like, everybody is in it, like, this, like, rebranding type of thing. You know, and even... With the recent passing of, you know, Nipsey Hussle, like, rest in peace to Nipsey, like, it make you really realize a lot of shit, you know, like, damn, like, okay, I knew Nipsey, you know, impacted me, but it's like, damn, to see the whole impact that he had on the world, it's like, like, I was thinking about it earlier, like, it's like, every five minutes, it's like, damn, my nigga Nip, like, 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 that, that hurt, because it feel like, not only is the person gone, but it's like, the knowledge is gone, and, and the hope is gone, and that light at the end of the tunnel, it's gone. It's dull. And then when you look at what is being promoted today, you like, what the hell is going on? What is going on? Mm-hmm. What what can I have to look to? Who can I have to look to for that crutch? Yeah. For that inspiration? For that knowledge? Who? You know, and I'm not trying to put it on anybody's back because sometimes I hate when people, you know, do it to me like, you got to be a role model, you got to be a role model. But for a person like Nipsey to be that genuine, just he was just him himself. Yeah. He was just a light himself. You know what I'm saying? But to have that effect on people, it make you really realize a lot of shit about yourself. Like, okay, what do I want my next move to be? Is it just about myself or is it going to impact my people? How is it going to impact my people? And five years from now, how is this going to help me? Is it going to be positive or yeah. negative? You know, I need to watch what I say. I need to watch what I do because it's not just about me. Now, I got kids looking at me. I know I'm 25, but I still got people that's looking at me like, you my big sister. You know, I don't. I may not have my mom in my home. I may not have my auntie in my home. So you are that person. And it's something to be mindful of. It ain't nothing to be fabricated about. But it's like, that's, that's a fucking blessing yeah. to have that impact on people. So... Really, what's next for me is just trying to, you know, trying to just rebrand myself on who Che wants to be, what Che wants to be known for, and, like, who Che is also doing it for. Yes, I'm doing it for myself at the same time, but now I'm realizing this shit is bigger than me. Facts, 100%. Even the whole change of stuff, it's like, you know, I got, actually, it was like a younger student. You know, I won't disclose names, schools, nothing like that, but it was a younger student that I was told about that listens to my track, Leaf, because she's depressed. Mm. Now, when you go, when, when I was in school, K through 8, I don't think that I really was listening to music because I was depressed. Never. You didn't you even know? know that you were depressed. You know, so. Know what the hell you was going through. So that right there is like, damn. That make me sit back and be like, this ain't just no little music shit that you can play around with. You know what I'm saying? And even if you do, you still got to be mindful of what you're saying. Yeah, you I mean, know? once it get out there, like. Whether you intended it to or not, like it has impact on the world. Yeah. And I'm gonna feel responsible for that impact. Exactly. So it's a it's a really humbling process because a lot of things that I wanted to do, 
I've kind of held off on them now because I'm like, I have a whole different perspective of things. And I'm not saying that my music is going to be all kumbaya. I'm not saying that. I'm a realistic person. I'm a realistic artist. If I feel sad, I'm going to let you know that. If I feel pissed off, I'm going to let you know that. If I feel good, I'm going to let you know that. Whatever, whatever. I'm going to give you all of me. You know what I'm saying? So that's it's just going to be raw. It's going to be real. But at the same time, I still have that tucked in the back of my mind like, you you got you got um you got a platform you got um impact on people you know what I'm saying it ain't no whole cliche thing of what would Nipsey do but it's just like damn bro like for him to be gone that shit don't it don't fit right with me like it's just I don't yeah. know like it I feel like it makes everybody kind of think as of now like damn like even an artist a painter like okay my next piece that I paint. This got to live on forever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's sad that it takes people's passing for us to realize these things about ourselves and about other people who are here on earth. That's why we got to give people their roses, why they can smell them. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, it's it's all a learning experience, you know what I'm saying? But I just want to say, you know, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle and, and you okay. know what I'm saying? Like, we just got to be... You know what I'm saying? Just, just, I don't know. It's just, it's just big. Like it just, it's just, it's a bigger fucking picture. I ain't go tell people to just rap and do things that you don't genuinely want to do because we need passion. We need genuine passion with it. One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Like people start paying attention to the people that's really doing something for the people. Start paying attention to the people with content. Start paying attention to the people who are paying attention to the people. You know what I'm saying? That's that's. That's damn near all I got to say right there. Man, you know what? I seen uh, a quote that uh, one of the twins put up. Miles put it up. He say, um, pay attention to who prepared the food for thought. Mm. Miles Dixon. Like, I was like, hmm. Pay attention to who prepared the food mm. for thought. I'm like, okay. Make you think. Yeah, it do. for sure. It do. And like all the shit that we be hearing and, and you we have emotional reaction to. Somebody prepared that thought for you. Yeah. So let's think about who prepared that food for thought. Real talk. I like that. I yeah. like that. You got a who's man? Who said that? Uh, Miles Dixon. <laughs> Damn. He probably in this building tonight too. Matter of fact. Shouts yeah, out Miles real. Dixon. Yeah. For real. That was some real shit, brother man. Um. Yeah. Who your music picked this week? You know, as tradition, when we have an artist come through as guests, that's always our music pick for the week. So no need to break tradition today. Changes. <laughs> Uh, by Che. That's yeah. gonna be our C H E N G E S. Yes. And then, and then, you know, I I can't I can't leave a homie out because Coney we Run. we've been rocking word, with dope. Word, we've had word. dope div up in here before. Yes, yes. Con, Coney Run, and it's my local Coney uh, on Six Mile and Schaefer. You already know. <laughs> so, you already know. Off to six. Uh, we drop both of those links in the uh, in the show description for sure. Oh man, who man's is this? Oh man, I didn't want to do this one. Uh, I saw it earlier in the week, so you got to give it to him. I know, man. Uh, I got to be consistent, though. You know what I'm saying? Because in the past, so y'all know me. I don't like this slave shit. Like, I don't like seeing pictures of bodies hanging from trees. Hell no. I don't like that shit in TV shows. I don't like that shit in video games. Fuck no. Uh, So YG got a video for Stop Snitching. I like the song. I like the content of the song. But I'm just so conflicted with this video, dog. Like, I, I'm just so conflicted with the video. Uh, it starts off, uh, the slaves or the, for the people, cause there's no such thing as a slave. The people 
um, in the house, like, hey, we gonna we about to get out of here tonight. And some nigga over there, like, man, you sure we want to stay over here? Like, hey, nigga, we out, we out. Long story short, they try to escape. One of them get told on, and like they in the cotton fields dancing and shit. And at the end of the like the video, uh, YG like hanging from the tree and shit. Like, I'm so conflicted because technically that story kind of mimics like then Mark Vesey, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That slave revolt that got squashed um, in South Carolina because somebody ratted them out, which is going to be the largest slave revolt. But on the other hand, like, fam, I don't need to see this visual. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm cool with the slave shit. I'm cool with y'all dancing. I've seen cotton, enough of it. Cotton fields and, like, the 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 hanging on the trees and shit. Like, I don't, I don't want to see that shit, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't I don't want it. I get it. The whole sni- play the snitching role into it because I'm straight, dog. Like, that's just too much. I don't. I don't. <laughs> and literally what I thought, I was like. I don't think Nipsey would have liked this shit. <laughs> like that was your man, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. I just don't. I, that shit didn't sit well with me. I'm conflicted about it because you know, I just don't like that slave shit. You know what I'm saying? When the what what was that game that had the shit in there? Uh, it was one of them Call of Duty games. Yeah, it had the fucking dead bodies and shit hanging. Like I don't like when nobody do it. I don't like when white folks do it. I don't like when we do it. Like leave the slave shit alone. Leave hanging black men in trees alone. I don't. I don't need. That to be on my timeline. I'm scrolling my timeline. I don't need to see a body hanging from a tree, a black man hanging from a tree. Oh, I don't see. I don't need to see that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I fuck with YG, but who man's this? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not okay with the video. Fair enough. You got to keep it consistent. Time for the benediction. Uh, yes. Um, well, actually, Shay, how how can how can they find you? Oh, yeah. Y'all can find me on everything social media at Detroit, C-H-E, or y'all can go to my website, smhistime.com. Shaking my head is time.com, smhistime.com. And make sure y'all follow Ali Keys. Yep, y'all can follow me at DopeDiv underscore Ali. That's D-O-P-E-D-I-V underscore Ali. Go ahead, uh, click the link in my bio. County Run, it's out, all streaming services, you feel me? Whoop-de-whoop. Yeah, period. Make sure y'all get Coney Run and changes, you know what I'm saying? And y'all can hit a vegan Coney Run downtown at, uh, what is that, Chili? Chili Mustard Onions? Yep. Yep, we just hit that up earlier, so. The vegan Coney Run. Yeah, make, the sure vegan Coney Run. make sure y'all follow. You gotta eat better. You gotta eat better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that shit. Okay, I done had, uh, I had that chicken sandwich, I done had that Coney, I done had mm-hmm. that chili fried with cheese. And you talking and about the CMO that, place? Yeah, and it had yeah. that Big Mock. Yeah, I just burned. I'm like, I don't want another one. That boy slapped in it. He just had the big mock today. I was looking over his shit like, damn. Did you eat the sauce with it or you got it on the side? I got the sauce. You had it on it? Yeah. Did it it bang? Because I got it on the side. It tastes like a Big Mac. It was a little too mustardy. It was it too like mustardy a Big Mac. to me, though. Nah, the cheese that they use on that chili fries, they, mm-hmm. I talked to the party. They said they make that shit with cashews. Yeah, right, right, right. It's fire, but you yeah. can't buy that shit nowhere because I can't never find good vegan cheese. Yeah, they you probably, probably make that to, shit. They, they, yeah, they probably they make, make that probably shit have to right make it. Yeah, yeah you can go, uh, nah, you can go on uh, like Pinterest. Uh, look up like just vegan like cashew cheese. Like look up some, you know, what I'm saying little recipes. It'll be all up on there. You can you can for sure hit the grocery store. Probably spend about like maybe seven dollars on the whole ingredients. Make the whole thing yourself. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah. You ain't making no vegan cashew cheese, <laughs> Shit, man, man. For real, do it. Do you know it. my if if I can quit if I can cut cheese. That's the number I'll, one thing. I Everybody be, say that cheese. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only dairy I eat is cheese from pizza and tacos and shit and nachos. Yeah. If I can get that shit out, I'm good. 
You can do it. I can. You can, you do, can it. do it. You can do it. You can do it. I've been vegan for a year now, and me and this nigga used to eat chicken, fried chicken every damn day. We used to hit Captain J's number thirteen. <laughs> I haven't had extra lemon pepper. Well, we we kept this Popeyes. Bro, I was about to say I used to hit the Popeyes too. All the time. But yeah. fuck that Popeyes. Yeah. Man, yeah. skip. Yeah, fuck that Popeyes. It's like we talking healthy. I'm saying I got a tape called Coney Run and shit. I'll be feeling so <laughs> vegan. Coney it's alright, vegan Coney Run. It's alright. It's all about to change it. Yeah, it's all about to change. There you go. Uh, it's Dame going wild on everything that matters. Twitter, IG, add a nigga. I holler back at you. Uh, Jay Johnson three one three. Uh, more importantly, follow Shop Talk Podcast. Um, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Book some time. And I'm not saying that we're the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dane. You forgot it, nigga. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>